Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. 34 degrees and sunny outside at 509 on this leap day, Thursday, February 29th, 2024. Let's hear what's on your mind. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Jake, this place could ruin a wet dream, I'm telling you. First of all, they tell me I can't, you know, I can't eat or drink in here. Where am I supposed to put my beer if I can't eat or drink in here? Yeah. Oh, I got to <laughs> I got to be nicer and I got to be kinder and gentler. Oh no, that's not going to happen. I think I'll just keep being me. That's just the way it is. You don't want to be part of that, Jake. You're all good. It's, oh, let's talk about it's some, your some, show, and you can do whatever the hell you want. Right there, you go. Rob made me do it. That's that's your go-to. Rob made me do it. That's it. That's what we go with. Um, well, this is my end of the week here today. My um, planning. This was not just. Something I thought up just now. Uh, you'll have Sue Henry in tomorrow and Monday. I'm going down um, to visit my son, as who's expecting his first child, my first grandchild, in four or five weeks. We're not sure. I mean, you can't really time those things specifically. So somewhere around four or five weeks. So my wife and I are heading down to, uh, to help, you know, a little last-minute things around the house. They've pretty much got everything buttoned up down there. But here, here's my big dilemma, Jake, and, and I put it on social media. Right. You know, I started off, you know, this. I don't need this kind of stress in my life at this point in my life. I, I'm at the point where I really don't care about a lot. But picking my name as a grandfather, like what I want to be called, <laughs> that's like a big deal. It's like, it's, it's just not, hey, I'm just going to do this. So, yeah. um, you know, I started off with Papa. And now I'm leaning toward Gramps, and then but I picked the first, the top ten names for nicknames for grandpa, for grandfather. Let's hear him. And Ace is in there. Ace. I don't know where Ace comes from, but it's one, two, three, four, five, six, Ace. seven on the list. Ace. Did Austin Dillon put this list together? A C E Ace. That, I didn't even know that was name is. I didn't even know yeah. that was an option. Uh, could you imagine heard of it. Your, your grandson running up to you, hey, Ace, and so yeah. everybody's looking at you like, who the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of digging that. But um, you, for, number one is Gramps. Yeah. Gramps. Uh, and I like Gramps. Yeah. Um, number two is Papa. Papa I started Rob. off with that. Papa Rob. Pops. Uh, Pops yes. is number three. Now, Pops, I can't really, because uh, uh, my son's wife's father is taking Pops. So you uh, can't have two grandfathers yeah. with the same nickname. You have to have, like my parents, I had Grandpa and I had Pop Pop. Those are my two grandparents. Um, granddad is number four. Yeah. Grandpappy, number five. Opa. Uh, yeah, I think I, that's German. Opa or, or Greek, uh, I think as well, maybe. Ace is number seven. Grandfather. Um, pawpaw. Yeah. Abuelo. That's Spanish for grandfather. Nice. Uh, I should do that just to piss everybody off because. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, just a poppy. Supposedly I mean, oh, I like poppy. Yeah, because supposedly you're racist, according to some of the cartoon characters. Yeah, right? Yeah. Poppy, P-O-P-P-Y. Um, I can't go by Poppy, P-A-P-I, because that's what my wife calls me, so we can't be using that. So, uh, And Grandpappy. That's okay. Mm. But, uh, you know, I started off with Papa. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I like Pop-Pop because my grandfather was Pop-Pop, so that's it was cool. kind of nostalgic. But Gramps, Gramps is kind of the cool. Yeah. But then I, then I saw this Ace. Ace. I mean, I, now that I, that's not even an option, I, I didn't even know that was an option. And uh, yeah. 
That's the first I've heard of it. Yeah, and I was I was looking. We uh, it, it's interesting because I have three kids. I have my son and two daughters. And when they were kids, we have the we we got the the entire set of the Dr. Seuss books, the entire set of the oh, Disney awesome. books. Um, but we only have one set, and they went from kid to kid to kid. And my daughter's like, "Well, I want those for my kid." And my son's like, "Hey, where are the Dr. Seuss books? I want them for my kid, my son's room, my kid's room." And um, now we're at a dilemma. Like, you, you know, are the books going to make it for other grandkids, or do we have to get different sets? So I got a. a a new set of the entire Dr. Seuss books, and, and we're bringing those down. But I saw these books today, and, and let me see what you think about them. And uh, maybe I'm, I, I strive for overachievers or what's that, but here's a set of books that I, I found on Amazon. It's Quantum, Quantum Physics for Babies, Newton's Physics for Babies, Rocket Science for Babies, and General Relativity for Babies. And it's actually a four-book set on Amazon that you can get. How much is it? Uh, it was like, I don't know, 35 bucks or something like that. Okay. But, uh, am I, am I, am I putting the bar too high? Am I putting too much, uh, you're really setting the bar high there. Yeah. (laughs) How about since somebody says, how about senor? How about padre poppy? Yeah. It's got some nice rings to it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's (laughs) ace freely. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't take someone else's full name. I mean, that's. I think Ace would be a little corny, um, and and we we know what the name of the child is going to be. Obviously, we know the second it's going to be a boy, so the O'Donnell name lives on. And uh, you know we're going to be down there, so you're going to have Sue Henry tomorrow, and it's always good. W-L-K. I love when the show's in Sue Henry's hands. She's always uh, great discussion, great topics to talk about. But yeah, it's it's uh, I'm going to be going down there Friday, Friday this weekend, and we'll be back and. Uh, the end of March, beginning of April is when uh, the little man is due. And uh, we'll see what happens there. I'll probably take a little time off there. Somebody says, I'm, I call, I'm called pop unless both grandfathers in the room. Then I'm popcorn. I like it. I, and then I heard, uh, and again, I'll take your word for it. Again, this, I'm 54. This is my first grandchild. And uh, I was told that the child picks the name. You could you can make it whatever you want, but I would imagine if if the parents are calling it, my son and his wife are calling it, my wife's calling me that, and I'm calling that. Um, you know, he'll he'll pick up on it, I guess. But they said, regardless of what you uh, what you pick, um, the child is going to have his own definition, whatever they can get out first, and that's what will kind of stick. So. Again, some text messages coming in. My kids called my father Pop Pop. My my father's father, uh, Joe O'Donnell, was Pop Pop. My mother's father was Grandpa. And that was just us growing up. Uh, Rob, how about Papa O? That's a good idea. You're Irish. How about O Grandpa? O Grandpa? Well, that doesn't work. Everybody will think there's something wrong. Uh, Peepaw, I've heard that before. Um, I like Gramps. That's what I called mine, cabinet guy. Well, thanks about that. Yeah, I, I, Gramps is kind of the cool. And again, I, I understand that I, I might have not much say in it, but you got to think, being a grandfather, your name you're going to be called as a grandfather is probably the only nickname you're going to have any say in. Most nicknames are given to you, and that's that. It's sort of like call signs if you're a pilot. You have no choice over what your call sign is, and they're usually nothing good. So uh, 
all uh all um yeah you gave me the polish i i couldn't even pronounce that so i'm sorry uh d z i a d e k i i couldn't even try to pronounce that Congratulations, by the way. I'm 56 years old and hope to have a grandchildren someday. I hope you do too. And again, having three children, um, two daughters and, and one son, uh, this is the first. He's the oldest by, by a bit. He's 28. Uh, my next daughter's 22 and uh, 21. So, you know, they have a little more time. I, I'm good now. I'm, I'm good for right now. So um, we'll see how that goes. Let me see. We have... Uh, Elle from Wayne County with her recommendation. Elle, what do you have? I think you should be, I, I don't know, but I think because I've known you from the station and everything, I think a great name for them to call you would be just Granddad. Granddad. I don't know. You, that's... Sound, you sound like a granddad because you're a grand person, you know? And you've done a lot of grand things in your life, and I think you, it sounds like you, you know? The other ones are going to make you sound older, like, like, you know? <laughs> I don't know if you want to sound older or not, Rob. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at Ace now, where that came from, a nickname reserved for the very best. Ace is the perfect for the grandfather who knows their number one and want the grandkids to know it, too. Uh, Ace to... Uh, Googie I, or Zuzo? Read I them. have never heard of that. I don't know where that, that comes I, from. When I hear Ace, I think of Ace Ventura. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's when you, when you Google the list, it's it's number seven on the list. Um, you know, Papa. Um, like I started, I started off with Papa, then I went to Gramps, and now I'm liking Gramps more. But then I saw Ace, and I'm like, I didn't even know that was a. a I, 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 don't, I don't think that's you really. Seriously, that does, what they're saying, I've never heard of it. And I'm older than you, Rob, so yeah. I've never heard of it. Uh, I think that's just some dingbat's idea. Sorry, but I have to, uh, I have to say it. Some dingbat's idea that they're going to throw that out there. Yeah, and, you know, it's a lot of stress. And then, um, you know, and then, and then they're hoping stress. it'll catch on. And and it'll be on TikTok the, the next time you hear about it. You know, it's just a lot of ri ridiculous ideas. But I don't know. Granddad suits you, I think, the best. Yeah, that makes <laughs> me too old. And I'm only 54, so, no, you know. No, Granddad doesn't. Granddad make, makes me. <laughs> Gramps is like you're cool. Talk, the talk, Gramps. Gramps. No, Gramps sounds like. Did you ever. Oh, you probably never have seen these. They used to be these old time movies. And this guy, they used to call him Gramps, and he he just was so old, and he, he couldn't hardly walk. And when he walked, he moved both of his elbows, you know, just like old Granny does on Beverly Hillbillies, basically, you know. And, and she, he was built like her, too. I can't think of the name of it now, but if I, if I think of it, I haven't seen it in years. I wish they would play some of these old, old things that they used to play yeah i wanted to go with like admiral or something like that but being two of my kids are in the navy it would be kind of disrespectful for i mean if i gotta pick a name i'm gonna pick a good name i didn't know i could just pick whatever i wanted but i appreciate yeah, your recommendation l yeah and I, I wanted to mention something then about unemployment too they said that the unemployment is going up and they were talking about anybody who's trying to get a job how you can verify that that the app is a real app that you're applying on a real app for a real job 
And they said last year, in 2023, 107,100, no, wait, 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 I'm sorry, 107,134 job frauds were committed in the whole year. And those people that applied lost $490.7 million to the job seekers. And they said, if you, if, if you want to know if it's a real actual app or a real job that's really there, make sure you go to the actual website and then contact the HR person from that actual website. And they also, they, they were talking about LinkedIn, and then, they, and then they commented, and they said, 1% of LinkedIn may not be a real job. Well, great advice so, there, Elle, to check on, always uh, you know, dot your I's and cross your T's. I may be looking for a job soon, so we don't know. I might have to use what? that advice. Thanks for calling, Elle. i got to go to traffic and weather. Okay. I hope not. I hope you're not leaving there. No. <laughs> it's uh, 522 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Thanks, Rob. Just in the last couple seconds, there's been an accident on 81 southbound just after the um, Dixon City exit. So uh, watch out for that. That might be oh, Music Street exit. I'm sorry. Right past the Music Street exit, 81 southbound, an accident in the Scranton area. It seems to be just slowing things up a little bit. You can expect to dip below 30 miles per hour. Coming northbound, you're dipping below the speed limit as well. Between Pittston and Scranton, so a little, they're slowing on 81 in different areas. Not too bad, though. We also have bumper-to-bumper traffic this afternoon on North Main Avenue in Scranton and in Dixon City, as well as bumper-to-bumper traffic on Jefferson Avenue in Scranton. The Wilkesbury area is looking pretty clear at the moment. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Did I already say that did i repeat myself twice i feel like i just repeated myself somebody said enjoy your weekend ace (laughs) i'm still here for a little bit are you going to be called ace no no i just didn't even know that was i didn't even know that was an option i started with papa i like that you and then i went to gramps Mm-mm. And then I see the list, and it says Ace. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was an option. Ace. <laughs> Ace. All right, Ace. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low 22. Look at the list here, Nikki. Tonight, 22. Friday, lots of sunshines, clouds in the evening, high 48. Friday night, cloud with scattered showers, low 35. Saturday, cloudy with spotty showers, high 45. Saturday night, mostly cloudy. Okay, it's just a picture, so. Oh, it's just a picture, so I'm not going to see more. Um, Saturday night, mostly cloudy, low 40. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, mild temperatures, high 60. Grandpappy. Grandpappy. No, Grandpappy. that's too old. Um, it's 34 degrees and sunny here at 524 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Going to get to the phone calls in just a second. Somebody said I should call myself Popo since I was a cop. That's not going to be good. My little grandson's going to be at the park saying, here comes the popo, and all these parents are going to run in different directions. It's not going to work that way. Uh, and, and and listen, I'm parent of three wonderful children. It's been my greatest honor and my greatest role to be called dad. Um, and I'm really looking forward to being called grandpa or whatever I'm called, whatever I decide to do. Can I think it's gramps now. I think that's what we settled on. Or I think I'm at least getting a shirt that says that. Um 
that's the thing to do now, I guess. Let's go to the phone. We have uh, Joe from Huntington Mills with his uh, recommendation. Joe. Yes, how are you today? Good. Um, we we were like kind of, I don't know your exact age, but we were like not really old and we weren't really young. We're like in our 50s, late 50s, and it sounded too old, Grandpa, and Grandma sounded ancient, and uh, I, I, I couldn't come up with anything. And this is amazing because our firstborn, his name was uh, Huck, and uh, we were saying, like, well, we'd rather be called. So she, my wife came up with, I'd like to be called Mimi. And then I said, because he, my, my son-in-law was a Michigan State guy, and he didn't like Penn State, so this was before everything went down with Penn State. I said, how about Joe Pa? You know, okay. like to rub it in his face. Yeah. Right? And, and I'll tell you what, it was amazing because I didn't push it on him. And if he didn't come out starting calling me Joe Pa, and then her, she they became Mimi, and now the next one we have we have Huck, Skip, and the Noel. Well, we have three three now, and they're all, they're all within like a, a year and a half years old. They're all, they're all, the oldest is five, so it's amazing that now they have it. They have to be able to hear before they're born. That's the only thing I can come up with. Yeah, because we never spoke about it other than that, and even if we did. They would only be, you know, what, one or two when they started to talk. They talked there. I mean, every one of them was, seemed to be a little more, you know, advanced because they were around uh, adults. But that that just blew my mind that he just takes that now I'm Joe Pa, Joe Pa, Joe Pa, Joe Pa. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, but God that's bless. That's not a bad name, right? I no. Mean, get yourself a, I don't know who your football team is. No. I hope it's not Michigan State. I hope I didn't insult you. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm a Navy fan. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I'm looking forward to it, and you know, I'm throwing around these names, and I'm I'm talking about it just. Uh, you know, I think I've settled on Gramps for now. But uh, uh, and again, I heard yeah, I, that might come up, and it might blow your mind. You know, what I mean, like it did for me. I'm thinking like that was what I thought about. And I'm not a big uh, Penn State fan. You know, I may have you, but I only did that to rub him. You know, and sure enough, there it is. It's Joe Pop. Well, I appreciate you checking in and giving me the recommendations. Glad to hear you have some yeah, grandkids of your own and you're doing today, well. I, I, hope, I hope it's not too old. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Good luck to you. Joe, thank <laughs> you. You have a great night. You're welcome. Goodbye, you bye. Too. Lee, I'll get to you in just a second when we get back. It is 532 here at WILK. Back after the news with Paul Michaels. You with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 34 degrees and sunny here at 536. Is it still sunny outside? Is it even, it's still sunny outside? I don't even know when it sunsets anymore. I'm in the studio. When I go out, it's just twilight, so they lock us in these dark rooms. It's sunny, they won't let me. It's sunny but it's cold out. Sunny and cold. Yeah, but getting closer and closer, though, sooner or later, it's going to be 730 at night and it'll be... It'll be light out. I can't wait for that time of the year, Rob. That's great. Yeah, especially when it's like 8 o'clock or so and it's still light out. Yeah, well, we didn't have a bad winter, so I, I'll take it. Knock take on wood. It. Yep. Ain't out of the woods just yet. <laughs> yeah, it's still early. We've seen snow up in through April, maybe May. Uh, I'm seeing the New York Post has just posted that Hunter Biden transcript released following his impeachment testimony. I haven't seen the testimony itself. I haven't seen the transcript, uh, but the New York Post is saying it has been released. So if you're interested in following that up, it's out there. Um, let's go to Lee and Scranton on local government. Lee. 
Well, you know, <clears throat> Rob, I want to take an opportunity to let pe- inform people that on February 27th at the Grand City Council meeting, which is available on YouTube under ECTV, Electric City Television. There were discussions there by residents about the licensing and inspections department and the condemnation of 31 properties by inspectors who weren't certified to do that by um, a director that has violated zoning laws and just a host of other laws. And um, in my opinion, a Department of Licensing used as a political weapon. And I'd invite everyone, including yourself, to see that, to look at that meeting on the 27th of February on ECTV. So that, you know, because the Scranton Times doesn't cover the council meetings anymore. And Mr. Alecki, the director, has definitely, um, and I have all the documents for that through Right to Know and through, you know, a host of different, you know, um, sources, but they're all legitimate. And I think that people should look at the quality of life uh, laws that the Scranton City Council created and how they're being used um, to really extinguish people's rights with no recourse. And, um, you know, the, the council has an opportunity under Section 312 of the Home Will Try to do investigations. They won't do that. The mayor won't address these issues. And it's the, it's the most pure form of political corruption that exists in Scranton. What, and, what's um, the city council? What, what's the council's uh, comeback to people who are unlicensed doing this or uncertified? Well, they said they're only. They said they're only a legislative body, but that's not true either because the charter gives them the right to do investigations. And not only that, they've created these quality of life laws in the city. So, and you know, I mean, they're. They're just so tightly bound to this mayor and this Department of Licensing and Inspections. Now, Robin, just for the sake of conversation, say you're one of the 31 people who had your house condemned. Okay, now if it's a rental property, you lost all that income, and then you lost use of that property, even though the people doing the inspectors inspections weren't qualified. And then there's accusations that, you know, that the director there – is continually violating the law and if people were to go to like the fourth speaker there at the meeting and beyond that point you can fast forward it through i mean it's just it's just an issue that and it's just so blatantly points to public corruption well if that's the case are people going to the district attorney's office are they going to the ag of the state to make a complaint saying that this is going on they've went there and they said they're going to do an investigation but you know, the troubling thing here is that the Sprint Times doesn't report what takes place at these meetings. We're living in a city that had public officials create, you know, corrupt acts, and nobody cares. The government doesn't care. The grant money that's being spread all over the place, and I'm not talking about pennies. I'm talking about millions of dollars. I'm talking about a $500,000 slide that was taken down that should have stayed there, but the mayor and... Um, you know, and the council funded it, it being removed, even though the project called for it to stay in place. I mean, it's just amazing the millions and millions of dollars that are being tossed around in Scranton government in the form of grants. And I'm not saying that because the mayor was offered a position 
with the Biden administration. But, you know, sooner or later, the residents have to do something about what's taking place in the city because we've gone from 140,000 people down to 75, and the, the tax base just can't take it. And then when you've got residents locked out of their own city hall that don't have access to the building and public officials doing the things they're doing, you know, you just, you know, it's said that the FBI and the and the district attorney are looking into this. But imagine being one of the 31 people. And I think this has been going on for decades. I mean, well, those 31, you know, those to, 31 people need to band together and just get on the district attorney's door. There's an FBI office in Scranton. You need to contact the, the state attorney general and call them weekly until they get a response. That's the February 27th meeting. They can watch it on YouTube, correct? Yes, they can. And, All right. You know, Rob. Lately, I'm I've up against traffic and weather. Okay. I appreciate all your time today. Thank, thank you, thank very you much. Lee. Thanks for the information. Again, that's yes, the February twenty seventh city council meeting. Check it out. It's five forty two. Time for traffic and weather. It is slowing under twenty miles per hour. Eighty one southbound in the Scranton area. Coming northbound on eighty one, you're going to find some slowing as well between Pittston and Scranton. We have um, bumper to bumper traffic on Exeter Avenue in West Pittston, Jefferson Avenue in Scranton, and on River Street in Wilkesbury. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call. Our jam line 570-883-7269 from the WILK Traffic Center. Nikki Stone with this Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low 22. Friday, lots of sunshine, clouds in the evening, high 48. Friday night, cloudy with scattered showers, low 35. Saturday, cloudy with spotty showers, high 45. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, low 40. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, mild temperatures, high 60. It's 34 degrees now, and the sun is setting at 543. Listen, let me tell you about Budget Blinds. You're going to go to budgetblinds.com. You're going to put in your zip code, and you're going to get in contact with our local Budget Blinds dealers here in our area, Tom or Rick. They cover all of Northeast Pennsylvania, leaders in custom window treatments. By that, I mean Blinds, shades, shutters, drapes, 90% more options than your big box stores. They were at my house the other day. They installed the blinds for me in just over an hour. The entire rear of my house, um, the blind choices we have, my wife and I sat down. We went in two separate rooms, looked at different things. We'd come together and say, how do you like this? How do you like this? The, the options were just unbelievable. Um, they're proud to offer the best warranty program in the industry, including their no-questions-asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. 30 years of style and service, and they service everything they sell. You want to check out what I got? You can go to my Facebook page. I posted pictures of the before and after, how you can see outside. I could see my scenery through the, the, the shades, but you cannot see in. It blocks 97% of the UV light. I'm loving it because I love seeing my view as much as I can. That's why I bought the house there. That's why you live where you live because you love the area. You love to see what you see. And you want to block out the outside from looking in when you want to, right? Budgetblinds.com. Check them out. You won't be disappointed. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I was able to find the Hunter Biden deposition transcript. I posted it on my Facebook page and on my Twitter page. So it's straight from the House Oversight Committee. You can read the entire, it's redacted, but you can read the entire transcript yourself if you want to check it out. I don't have time this tonight, and I might, probably won't have time this weekend, but if I have some downtime, maybe I'll check it out. So, Jake, um, 
I got a text message. Uh, what's this deal with Dale Earnhardt Jr., or should should I say lack of deal with Dale yeah. Earnhardt Jr. and NBC? Lack of deal. I was definitely shocked and definitely surprised. I mean, when Dale Earnhardt Jr. retired from the Cup Series at the end of 2017, obviously Fox and NBC, the two of them, no doubt they were both going to both going to court him for for his services and he went with nbc because of steve letart his crew chief that resurrected his career in the early 2010s he and steve they're like brothers and they made such a great such a great pairing on nbc these past five years well the beginning this year of dale jr's podcast the first episode of the dale jr download for 2024 he said i don't have a contract with nbc my contract expired after the championship race at Phoenix back in November. And I was kind of shocked and surprised because you thought, like, here we are. It's in early February. The season ended in November, and there was no contract. Like, it made me wonder, what the hell's going on? And then at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, well, Fox has the first half of the year. NBC has the second half of the year. Their first race of the year isn't until Father's Day at Iowa Speedway. So you figure there's, there was still plenty of time for Dale Earnhardt Jr. and NBC to get a deal done. And what, what's changing in 2025, Rob, is we're still going to have Fox, we're still going to have NBC, but the amount of races that those two have, they've been condensed. Fox, 14 races, NBC, 14 races, and in between, in between those two networks, we have Amazon coming into the fold for five races and also TNT coming back into the fold for five races for the first time since 2014. I read a report this weekend while they were at Atlanta Motor Speedway that Amazon was courting Dale Earnhardt Jr., that they were trying to pursue him. And then I couldn't believe it this morning when a little before 10 o'clock in the morning, I see an article from The Athletic that Dale Earnhardt Jr. and NBC, that he won't be a part of them in 2024. I'm thinking, how in the world can you fumble the ball? Talking about NBC Sports, how in the world can you let arguably – and this is without me being a lifelong Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. How in the world can you let arguably the most popular name ever in the history of NASCAR walk so easily like that? It just blows my mind. It absolutely does. I I don't understand it. And I like I've always liked Steve Letart. Jeff Burton I'm okay with, but obviously that energy that Dale Earnhardt Jr. brought to NBC, that juice is gonna be missing this year and beyond. I think that they made a, a huge, huge mistake. So from what it sounds like, Dale Earnhardt Jr., it sounds like he will be taking off broadcasting in 2024. Obviously, it'll give himself, his wife Amy, uh, more time to spend with each other, with their daughters, Isla and Nicole. I know Dale Jr. is going to do some, some racing here and there in some lower divisions like the Xfinity Series, late model series. And then come 2025, he'll do five races with Amazon and five races with TNT. And honestly, whether people like it or not, the way, the way that we're heading right now, Rob, streaming is going to be the way to go moving forward. I mean, you're, you're seeing it already. I know during the summertime, Dale Jr.'s older sister, Kelly, who runs Junior Motorsports with him, Kelly Earnhardt said on a podcast that that's pretty much – the way it's going to be as far as TV goes and as far as sporting events go. His old spotter, TJ Majors, who's now with Brad Keselowski, TJ was saying the same thing. So when you get a name like Dale Earnhardt Jr. and the money that obviously that Amazon has to be shelling at him, they're going to get a lot, a lot of people 
tuning into those races, even if it's just for five races, and even even if it's just for five races on TNT. So huge gain for Amazon and TNT, huge, huge mistake by NBC. They will regret this move for years to come. Because honestly, I felt like their coverage has been superior to Fox over the past couple of years. And I felt like a lot of that had to do with the energy and the passion that Dale Earnhardt Jr. brought to those broadcasts. So Kevin Harvick, Fox, is, Fox better be lucky and thankful that they have him because he's definitely brought a certain energy and certain presence to Fox that have been missing for several years now. So, Yeah, when, when you were yeah. I were at Pocono, we were standing next to each other when mm -hmm. Dale Earnhardt walked by us. And oh. when he walked out on the track, you, you even, could hear the crowd go nuts. Even all these years after he's retired. And I know he still does a few Xfinity races from time to time, a couple late model races, like we said. Even though he's been out of the seat for that long in the Cup Series, the, the amount of popularity, the amount of love that the fans have for him, that's that's never going to wane whatsoever. And I still remember seeing him seeing him walk out, walk down towards pit road, and just hearing all those people yelling, "Junior, Junior!" Yeah. It was it was absolutely incredible. So, yeah, very very disappointed in it. NBC. So. Where's the race uh, this weekend? Las Vegas Motor Speedway. They are going to be out on the West Coast for the next two weeks. So we got Las Vegas this Sunday. 3.30 on Fox, and then they'll be at Phoenix the weekend after, 3.30 on Fox, obviously Eastern time. And what an amazing start NASCAR is off to this year. We have William Byron as our Daytona 500 champion. Obviously, everyone knows how highly I think of William. He's my pick for the championship this year. But this past Sunday night at Atlanta Motor Speedway, you had a three-wide photo finish for the win. And Daniel Suarez, whose career has... Definitely been a roller coaster, whether it was replacing Carl Edwards, getting kicked out from Martin Trex Jr., you know, subpar equipment in 2020. And here's Daniel, after changing crew chiefs in the offseason, beating Ryan Blaney, the defending champion, by three one-thousandths of a second. Kyle Busch, arguably the most talented driver there is in NASCAR for the win by seven one-thousandths of a second. It was definitely, arguably, one, probably the best feel-good story, I guess you could say, so far of this 2024 season, which is only two races in. So excited for Daniel, and there's so much momentum that NASCAR has going right now when you think of William with the Daytona 500, when you think of the three-wide photo finish at Atlanta. So it's going to be curious to see if they can continue that momentum moving forward. And William Byron, as a matter of fact, he's the defending winner at Las Vegas on Sunday. So can he make it two out of three so far this year? We'll see. Yeah, I got some text messages in. Was Dale Jr. a Republican? That's why they ditched him. Are all NASCAR drivers <laughs> Republican know? for the most part? Isn't it a prerequisite yeah, to, mean, to race in NASCAR? Have you ever been to a NASCAR race, Texter? <laughs> yeah. Well, remember what I told you about yesterday, how Barack Obama wanted to go to Talladega? in the fall of 2008, and his campaign staff was like, yeah, that probably won't be a good idea. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't it a NASCAR race that Let's Go Brandon got started? <laughs> it was. Well, Talladega, Alabama, what else do you need to say? There yeah, Brandon go. Brown, and unfortunately for Brandon, his career just basically went down the toilet after that moment happened. But, yeah, you could you could hear. Yeah. And that, that was on NBC. <laughs> Matter of fact, you could hear Kelly Stavis, their one reporter, you could hear the ch chance of Let's Go Brandon, well... That's how it all began. Yep. So. <laughs> and uh, I got another text message. All Junior did was get overexcited as a broadcaster. Well, Liked him as a driver, but not a broadcaster. And, and I mean, that's fair. I yeah. mean, he brought a certain energy and a certain emotion to it that had been missing for a while. 
did he get a little overexcited at times? You know, when you would hear, we got to crash. I well, mean, he was a driver. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's emotional. He's passionate about it. He watched, obviously, he watched a lot of the greats back in the early part of the 80s, like Ken Squire, for instance, God Rest the Soul. Like, that was, that was one of Ken's famous lines whenever there would be a wreck. He'd be like, we got to crash. Obviously, Dale Jr. would have, like, a certain energy that it brought to it, so... It'll be it'll be fun to hear. No that. different than Waltrip or, or any of yeah, the other guys. I know. Um, who's the other guy? The older guy. Well, you had Daryl Waltrip. Daryl Waltrip. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love what Kevin Harvick is doing so far. I really do. The guy who says boogity boogity boogity. That was Daryl Waltrip. Waltrip. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He gets crazy every time something I like know. that happens. <laughs> All right. As always, thanks for thanks, your expertise buddy. there. Uh, what is time for the pens now? Right. Uh, the Wolfbury Scranton Penguins host the Charlotte Checkers in a pair of games this weekend. First up is another 28-22 Fan Friday at 7.05 p.m. And the first 1,200 fans through the gates will receive the Sidney Crosby-Pittsburgh Penguins bobblehead, courtesy of PBG. PPG, not PBG. Fans 21 and older can enjoy $2 drafts from 6 until 7.30, courtesy of Coors Light. And the fans can take part in a post-game autograph session with a pair of Penguins players. The teams wrap up their season series on Saturday night with a 6.05 puck drop. Tickets are available at WBSPenguins.com. Go Pens! You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio on this... Leap Day, Thursday, February 29th, 2024. Got a text message. Hey, Gramps, sorry you're having name cramps. Ha, I like Granddad best for a reason you would appreciate as an exclusive connoisseur of bourbon. Sound better now? Because you have the bourbon, old Granddad. So, Granddad, you know what I just decided, Jake? I'm going to go by the name of Jack Daniels. That's what my grandson's going to call me. Jack Daniels. That'll work, right? I'm, uh... Was perusing through some of the uh, transcript for Hunter Biden from the committee hearing yesterday, and it appears that he's admitted to having his father on speakerphone and on the phone and show up at meetings, business meetings, but never involved him in the business. So, uh, you know, that's what we'll get there. It's 6 o'clock.